Children of Nyx, Chapter 2, Small Ceremonies or Past Alsatian Fields. What am I supposed to say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I saw you and thought you were pretty, okay? Can I go? Can you? I'm not keeping you here. You know, it pisses me off you thinking I'm so bad. And I won't leave that behind. I'll keep thinking about it. Ugh. It'll, it'll follow me all the way home. I'm so bad. You tell me. What do you look at? What makes your head spin? Jesus, don't be a baby. What is it? Let it out so it won't follow you home. I saw you see my sternal notch. Does that make you think about where it might go further down? Between the breasts? Remind you of the apex of my legs? And from there? You're so shy, baby. You need something to loosen you up. Let's see. Here it is, your gin. And oh, thank God, seven up. Actually, this is perfect. I can't get this unless the living bring it. Just one of those things. I'm shy. Is that a goddamn crime? Oh, baby, don't be shy. Look, I'll tell you. And you tell me. Here's what I see first. Bottom lip. Chin. I think about how our mouths would fit together. Then the arms, maybe. What's it like to have those around me? Around my mid-back? Now you. With her. What was it? I picked up lots of people. You and Booth. He's a friend. We like seeing the country. Picking up women. Different people. Some of them are girls. But you remember her. Her tits. Okay, it was her tits. You remember her now. Go on. What about them? Don't make us do all the work, Cunningham. Pretend you're safe here. They were the way I liked them. You know, a lot of guys want big and bigger. I just want to see how they pressed against a shirt or a sweater. A sweater's best? Yes. Why? Sweaters are soft. It's easier to imagine their softness looking at a sweater and how a hand would fit on them. See? I was never Cindy at all. You. You're... You're Cindy. I thought... I th thought... You... That's what this is. You thought I was what? I'm glad she's okay. I'm glad you're okay. I, I worried about her. Really. <laughs> <laughs> the dark is like a lid. A heavy thing. 
The heart gets confused after all that time beating. It makes no sense to stop, so it still does all it can before it can't do anymore. I... I drove. It was my truck. That's all. I left. Where do you think we are, Cunningham? What do you think happened? Before you left. Before I left. He tied me up. Then you left. Booth is a friend of mine. Just a friend. You couldn't have done it without you. Take us to him. I didn't do anything. Jesus. That, baby, is exactly the point. Nothing is something. You found me. You go find him yourself. We found you from your trail of shame, Cunningham. Booth has no such thing. If I show you to him, then I can go? You can never go. Never, ever. I'm here now for good. It should be you staying, not me, but this is all you left me. You took my voice, took my breath, my eyes. You left my name behind, though. You couldn't take that. Nameless is easier. I wondered your name. Thought I should know it. Oh, Cunningham. Spare me. I don't know if the dead can throw up, but you're pushing me to find out. You want mercy? You suddenly want a human touch? Well, well, you might guess what I'd ask. Never said that. Do you think you need to? I can hear it in your voice, your soft, breaking voice. Where was that softness when you left me with Booth? I don't know. You're going to know. <laughs> what it's like. <laughs> you want to know? What rope around your wrists is like. Tight rope. The teeth of it in your skin. Blood. When that skin gives way to tendon. The long, invading spur of a knife. here. I know things you should know. Some things you already do. Some things you don't. What should I know? That she's dead. I don't have eyes to look back at you. I... I... I don't know that. You do. You know who killed her. I know. Who? Does it matter? Does it... Yes, it matters. Why? Why? Justice? Justice? Yeah. Oh, is that what you want? Yes. That's what you really want? I took an oath about it. An oath? You can barely say it. I can hear it catching in your throat. How many murders have there been? Ever. And how many of those have ever got justice? Now. Vengeance is a word you can taste, sink your teeth into, something you can fill yourself with. Vengeance? Everything's a question. Let's talk about answers, about what you're willing to do. You're 38. It's for protection. Ever shoot somebody? Never. Pointed it at someone? Twice. What would it take? 
I took an oath. There must have been a point where you realized there is no such thing. And my CO pulled out his prick and showed it to me while we were supposed to be finding Shelley Mason. And so, justice? If there's not justice, then... Revenge. You're asking? There are things I know that you should too. The who's and where's. Tell me then. First, I need to know. Would I? Would you? I want justice. Justice? Want? I want all kinds of things. Of them, what can I have? I didn't want to put it that way, but that's the way it is. I guess the question is, do you need us? Need me? You hate me. Of course there's tension. Here. Show this necklace to Booth Graham Tasher of York, PA. Who? You'll find him soon enough. Check into the Tioga Point Motel. You'll find two men. Whose is it? It's nobody's. Just pick one up at any store along the way. It's about five dollars. Say it belonged to Shelley. She had one just like it. You'll remember. Won't he know? Just tell him it's hers. Then you'll see. See what? Who killed me? It's kind of you to take the time to talk. Sure. I'd like to take your full name. Booth Graham Tashir. Thank you. You're welcome. Your current residence? Right here in York, Dauphin County. Whereabouts? I rent a room there at Mrs. Dawes' boarding house over on uh, Hunter's Run. You were born here? No, ma'am. I'm from Bourne, Massachusetts. <laughs> born and born. Been in York seven years, on and off. Where else were you? Two years in the Army, about another two in Yarmouth. And how do you get to seven years in York? Oh, well, I went back and forth. The longest I was in Yarmouth was about nine months. I went into the service from here, so... Where'd you grow up? Banger, and then Boston. Now I'm in Portland. I love the sea, you know. I do. You go sailing. Yeah. I mean, I'm a better passenger than a sailor. I had this uh, small sailboat for a while. Great to just be on the water with the breeze. Clean and empty. Exactly. I guess you're wondering if we ever picked her up. Who? Who? The girl you're looking for. A necklace? It was in a room at a motel called Blue Spruce, just on the border of the Cape. Okay. Have you ever stayed at the Blue Spruce? Um, I don't think so. I mean, where is it? Just outside Sandwich. I heard you travel down and back to the Cape and thought you might have stopped over at the Blue Spruce once or twice. Could be. I do stay at a lot of places when I go that away. Definitely end up in Sandwich a lot. Blue Spruce. <laughs> Could be. The reason I ask is a clerk I spoke to there said you were one of the regulars, you and a friend of yours. Well, the name don't jump out at me, but it could be. What's this got to do with the necklace? I spoke with Cunningham Bowen, who says he drives a truck around this area. Cunningham? Sure. 
He and I know each other. Well, he said you often drive with him. If you've got a job on his route, the two of you will take up and kind of be company for each other on the trip, that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing that a while. Cunningham's a good guy to travel with. Real good sense of humor. Can I ask you something? Of course. There are about 11, 12 million people in New England. I couldn't tell you, but let's say you're right. You're wondering... You see where I'm going. How will I find a particular girl? I spoke with a few girls along the way. They say you and Cunningham are real good about giving folks a lift or hitchhiking. Well, yeah. I mean, that's Cunningham, really. It's his truck. You're a friendly guy. That's what people I talked to said. You like to have conversations with people, get to know them, that sort of thing. I've been on the other side, too. On the road, you're looking for each other. The perfect company to make sense of the journey. The perfect love. Not perfect company. Perfect love. What? That's what you say. On the road, we're all looking for the perfect love. We do? It's... What does it mean? Something we say. You know, like pass the time. The trip we've done so many times all around here. In order to make it mean something, we're looking for the perfect love. This trip must be to meet these people. And they're looking too. To get where they're going. A kindness. A kind of love. You have a picture? Yeah. I don't really know. She doesn't look familiar. But you're not sure? I'm sure I don't remember her. We've picked up a lot of people over the years, though. This would have been just about a year ago. I don't remember her. But you should try Cunningham. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll think about it. How do I get in touch with you? I'm here another few days at the Tioga. If I don't hear from you, I can find you again before I go. As you like. We've narrowed it down. So we don't have to go through all 12 million. Oh? How's that? We know she left home to go down to Provincetown for a vacation with a friend of hers. And we have this necklace at the Blue Spruce, room 16. Her friend no help? Shelley never showed up. Their plan was to meet down in Provincetown. A friend she never met. A necklace in a motel room. Not much to go on, I guess. No, not much. But there's a little more. What's that? My dad used to hunt. I mean, who didn't embang her? So he taught me how to clean and all that. The first time I was scared. My hand wasn't steady. He had to hold the knife with me and show me where to cut, how hard, and all that. When I was 15, he had me clean the deer all by myself. And I don't think he was ever prouder. Had friends come over for the meat and he'd go through the whole thing. She cut like this, and so you can see how good by looking here and on and on. So you know yeah, yeah. how I done it. That was supposed to show something about me. Right. Like Romans looking through the entrails of uh, the Lutheran version, but sort of yeah. You've cleaned a deer? Sure. What a blade 
does to a deer. Tells you some things by looking at it. If it was a sharp knife, or a dull knife, how well the person doing it knew what he was doing. Can you imagine what that would be like for a body? Skin? We're all just meat after a point. I guess. Are we? Are we different than any other animal walking around? You? Me? Shelly Mason? That's what I'm saying. Just animals waiting to be hide and prey. Makes me think. <laughs> I mean, I had a cousin. We grew up together. This was my mother's brother's kid, the oldest. Anyway, he was in Vietnam. He went over in 66. Came back after his first rotation. It seemed like he was barely a man anymore. I mean, he had the same body and face that I remembered, but... It was just like he'd been hollowed out. I knew he was gaudy, but I also knew he wasn't anymore. How something might come out of a cocoon for the worse. One night at the beach, we were all together and finally someone asked, you know, what was it like? What did you do over there? And there was this stray cat that was always at the beach. Not a word, he grabbed it and bit into its neck. I mean, with his teeth and broke it. Broke its neck. Threw it away into the darkness. He said, you wanna know? That's what we're doing in Vietnam. I mean, we can talk and such, but like that cat would do to a mouse, Gordy did to that cat. So how different are we? You know what I mean? That's what I thought looking at room 16. Kind of a morbid thought. Something to think about. Not kind of. <laughs> exactly morbid. Geez, I sure hope you find her. I hadn't thought of Gordy out loud in a long time, but that night is sort of always with me. Sorry to have brought it up. No. No, I mean, it's something you know, but I don't really think of. What's that? Well, you just never know about what'll happen next or what someone can do. Anything's possible. You know, they say that and they mean it in like a hopeful way, but anything means anything. You never know. I'm gonna leave the number at the Tioga Point. Leave me a message if you... Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. During World War II, close to this very... Bear claw, fritter, and an old-fashioned for Booth. Emperor, crown, and prince. That's Booth. Prince. Quite an offering. Thanks. Help yourself to coffee. We could use a good omen. Morning. Mmm. Old-fashioned. Hmm. Actually, that's... How long has she been here? Five days? Wait. No, a week. I don't remember. 
Isn't that strange? It is. God damn. When did she get here? Her and... Two others. Yeah. I can't even remember. It was a storm... No, it was a still gray morning. Shit. I don't know. As long as they pay. I thought I smelt matches. Do you mind? I love the smell of sulfur. I like it too. You like donuts? Um, yeah. Who doesn't? I don't know anyone. Including our friend Booth. That was his old fashion you took. Oh, shoot. Well, I bet he gets his share. That's for sure. Let's hope. No one ever realizes we've checked in. They see us like we've been there forever. I didn't mean anything by it. I was just asking about you, just curious is all. I couldn't help but overhear you. It's nice to be noticed once in a while. Usually people don't want to talk on the road. Really? That's what I found. It can be a lonely place. I mean, I see lots of folks come through. It's like they don't know if they should say much because they've been on their own for so long. I found different. Well, sure. You're right. I mean, there are those who don't want anything to do with you, but I usually find one or two who want nothing more than to chew the fat, at least. Must be you have that kind of character. The outgoing type. Mm, Not sure. I guess. Just always been easy for me to strike up a conversation. How do you know they don't want you to just be quiet? I'm captivating as hell. I can see that. I always thought the quiet ones had something to hide. Didn't you just say you were a quiet one? No. I said it's hard to get a conversation going for me. Not so captivating, I guess. I wouldn't say that. Don't rush to judgment. Here we were, just talking about you and your friends. But what could they be hiding? In bus stations, I always guessed escaped convict. Or mental patient. Hmm, I hadn't thought of that. Makes sense. Or someone who just killed his wife. Husbands forever going out for cigarettes. Or a wife just killed her husband. I expect them to have cars. Not always. More likely, though, I guess. Do convicts have cars to get away with? Where would they come from? An accomplice? Which one are you? Huh? Convict? Lunatic? Husband killer? Or are you still going out for cigarettes? Mm. We sing. Shelly, Cindy, and me. Uh, Dee Dee. Just Dee, though. We're the Destinies. You're playing here? The Dauphin County Club, 7 p.m. You know it? <laughs> Do we live in Dauphin County? We know it. Everyone knows it. We're going. Everyone's going. We'd love that. It was a storm when we arrived. A still gray day, and then at night, a storm. We came in the storm. And ozone before lightning. Close to what? What you want. Justice. Revenge. Revenge? 
Revenge is a word. What do you want? Feels like I'll never taste anything else. It'll pass. Like I'm gonna choke on it. Listen. Beyond the names. Don't you hear them? Shelley Mason. Cindy Robichaux. Deidre Lee. Metal. Iron. Room 16. What you really want. Revenge. Justice. A 38. I want. What you really want. I want to see what my 38 will do to his head. What do you want from me? A perfect act. I want him to see what he's done. What he's really done. I want him to watch his friends betray him and women destroy him. We're almost there. Just come with us a little further. Tonight? After the show. The motel? Have him bring you there. It's not so bad. It's better than knowing and watching him walk away. I knew when I saw him see the necklace. You knew when he first opened his mouth. The Children of Nyx by Noah Leposky. Produced by Cock and Bull. Directed by Chris Garcia Peak. Recording, engineering, and sound design by Mac Reich. Featuring Meg Elliott, Andy Fleischer, Sarah Hecht, Noah Leposky, Eddie Karsh, Diana Lee, and Laura Reisinger. To read more about Cock and Bull, visit cockandbulltheater.org. Follow us on Instagram at cockandbull, that's bull with only one L. Thank you for listening to The Children of Nyx. Please visit our website at cockandbulltheater.org.